Hi, I'm the Asian sensation Kanji. You're listening to Queen's Court. Hi guys, this is the Queen of Queen's Massage talking. And I am so happy to introduce you to the Queen's Court. What is going on, everyone? It is Anthony DeStefano, your host of the 2019 WrestleHub Wrestling Podcast Awards, reminding you that voting ends on the 25th of November, so there is still time to vote for your favorite podcast. Go over to the WrestleHub on Twitter to vote, and don't miss the award show December the 8th, live on YouTube. If you want to support the awards, go over to patreon.com backslash PA to support. We will see you the 8th, and thank you for keeping wrestling real. Darlings, and welcome to this week's episode of Queen's Court War Games The Draft. My pal and yours, Josh Robinson. Woo, baby! We back and we better for this episode of Queen's Court. Hey, I pretty much have my voice back. I'm still hacking up a lung, but much less. So that's a serious win. And also, it's my favorite time of the year. As the year winds down, we get towards Survivor Series, towards these pay-per-views, and I get really, really amped up. So I wanted to do something special. So we're doing something a little bit special this year by having a War Games draft. Josh and I are going to talk all about the um, history of War Games, what we love about NXT, especially this pay-per-view, and then we're going to have a special little draft in which you guys are going to pick the winners of. So we're going to both build a team of five, and you guys will vote on Twitter which person, which team you think won, Queen's or Josh's. So strap in, babies. It's time for the draft for War Games right here on Queen's Court. All right, everyone. Welcome back from that brief little intro and it's time it's time to play the game and no not triple h's entrance music but war games the draft and i have a very special guest here today you guys to discuss this draft to discuss nxt takeover war games and that is none other than everyone's favorite ozzy Mr. Josh Robinson from Wrestling Reverb and the Josh Robinson Show. What up, buddy? Welcome back to the court. Oh, I'm I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be <laughs> back. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It feels like we do talk like every other day, but it has been a minute since I've been on Queen's Court. That's true. You were here for the season premiere mm-hmm. of Queen's Court, which was a few episodes ago. And now you're back in the castle, honey. And it's time. We're going to be talking NXT Taker... Takeover War Games, Josh, which is mm-hmm. my personal favorite NXT pay-per-view throughout the year, Damn. other than the one they do on Mania Weekend, of course. Yeah. Because that's everyone's. <laughs> but I'm excited. Are you excited? I am. I'm pretty. I'm. I'm pretty damn keen for this show. I like War Games in general, like you, but mm-hmm. um. There's a lot, there seems to be, I mean, we probably say this every year, like you could probably go on record. And when I had my show last year, I'd probably be saying this as well, but it feels like there's a, a lot more hype behind this war games than last year's. Maybe because there's two, I'm not really sure. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, when you think about the history of war games in general, this war games type of match, you know, this goes of course, all the way back to Dusty Rhodes, who, who came up with this idea he was inspired by a viewing of mad max beyond thunderdome um mm. or beyond thunderdome no the whatever it's up. Co- whatever, whatever. It's <laughs> anywho um it was originally like a specialty match for the four horsemen right so it was it has this really cool storied history from nwa uh, wcw a couple other little things but it's really taken on a new incarnation with NXT, I feel like. It's such a different feel. They changed the rules a little bit. The way it looks is a bit different. I guess the other thing that's a little strange, too, and I'm wondering what your thoughts about it. It feels like they've been doing this for a long time, but in actuality, there's only been two. 
Like, um, it's it, it is weird. It is right? it is weird because it does feel like it's been like, oh, we're just here we go another War Games and it's been mm-hmm. going on forever, but it has only been two. Um, it has changed. Obviously, the concept is a little bit more. I wouldn't say it's in a lack of a better term. I guess I was going to say different, but it's more modernized. I think it's sure. more like you know this decade. It's it's more with the times than it was back in the 90s when it was originally created um, by Dusty Rhodes. So it is, I, I, I don't know, sometimes different can be perceived as bad. Um, you say the word different, it's like, it's not that different. It's like, it is, it's very different, but it's still, I think at its core, it's still similar. It's still the same match. Basic concept. Speak. Right. Yeah. yeah. But there's, you know, there's different things because... If you actually look at the old War Games matches in WCW, they weren't fantastic. I don't, well, in my opinion, they weren't fantastic. But they're a little bit more of the modern world now with just the work rate is so different than it sure. was back in the 90s. So, you know, move with the times. I'm actually more of a fan of this concept now than I was of the WCW one. But, um, yeah, it's just, I guess, it's just more modern. But it has does feel like it's been years and years and years. It's like, here we go, another one. But yeah, you are right. That this is only going to be the fourth. Once we get through these next two, the um, fourth WWE War Games match. I know, and it's so weird to think about that. And and, and I agree, different's not bad. I'm not saying different in a negative way. I'm just saying different because the talent, the way the matches are laid out, um, the chemistry. That's the thing that I find unique about NXT and their version of War Games. The magic that they've been able to create within that, to me, is wild. Because mm. I'm thinking about like that first one in 2017, which was uh, Undisputed Era, Insanity, and Authors of Pain and Roddy Strong before Roddy Strong was in Undisputed Era. Yeah. And how much has changed in those two years just with those people alone, right? Sanity's no more. Alexander Wolf is in NXT UK. Killian Dane is back in NXT. Eric Young is on Raw, I believe. Yep. AOP is, I don't know, are they still off screen? I feel like they're still off screen cutting promos. They have on like, Raw. They, yeah, they have like <laughs> vignettes on Raw. <laughs> right, they have vignettes on Raw. And Undisputed Era right now has all of the NXT gold, all of it. Crazy. But then you think back to this match, it was wild. It was the first one in NXT. And for me, 20, 2015 and 2017 were some of the hottest years of NXT for me personally, for the people that were there. And in 2018, I liked a lot too. Um, but just the the talent that was running through NXT at that time is, is some of your top superstars today, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's so cool to like go back and think about that. And then the next one was Pete Dunne, Ricochet, and the War Raiders. Versus Undisputed Era with, of course, Roddy Strong. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, just that on paper. I mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> just on paper, right? It is These crazy, matches, though. These like, are wild. Yeah, like, it's it's funny you bring up the fact that, you know, 2015 and 2017 were some of your favorite years. And, you know, it's really weird. Obviously, Survivor Series is on this weekend as well. Um, It's that weekend, Chicago. It's going to be... I think a pretty good weekend for WWE in general um, with NXT and stuff like that. But you talk about, you look at, for example, the women's SmackDown Survivor Series team is five people, five ladies, Dana Brooke, Nikki Cross, Sasha Banks, um, Carmella, and uh, who's the, who's the other one? Why have I blanked? Lacey Evans. Where have they all come from? NXT. They're all NXT grown talent. Every single one of them. How crazy is it that a full team of of a SmackDown team is all come from the NXT system? That doesn't show me. So this brand supremacy thing I love. But how great is it to see that NXT is 100% a proven success? Yes, there's people that don't, you know, make it. But there is five, any one of those ladies you could put in a title match. I know some of them like Dana and maybe Lacey would seem a little bit odd. But they wouldn't seem out of place. They've all right. earned it. They've all come through NXT. You talk about 2015 with the – you look at the women's division in general, just sure. for example. Look at the women's division right now. Who's on top of the women's division? Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Sasha Banks, 
They all come from NXT. NXT all is a proven success, and it's just, it's just you look at, you just think you're looking at. Well, it's a little bit different now with just with the landscape that NXT has become. It's a little bit more of the other. It is. There's no more, more call ups to the main roster, and maybe there's call overs. Um, mm-hmm. and just switching back and forth between NXT, SmackDown, and Raw. I think we're going to see more of that instead of necessarily a quote-unquote call-up. But it is pretty crazy. Um, y- You think in the next few years, it's like these are the people that will probably be main-eventing WrestleMania. Because, I mean, Becky Lynch did it this year. Charlotte Flair did it this year. Two-thirds of the main event of WrestleMania all come through the NXT system. The only reason Ronda Rousey didn't go through NXT is because she's Ronda Rousey. That's right. And, and I'm so glad that you said that, because this is why I'm so fired up about NXT. This year's been admittedly a little rough for me with NXT. I haven't loved it as much as previous years. I'd say the second half of the year kind of fell flat, just for me personally. I just didn't connect with it. It's, for me, now I'm kind of getting back in. But the beginning mm. half of the year was so hot. In the middle, I was like, mm, it's not really for me right now. But now I, I feel so much back in it. But this is why I always pushed for NXT. Because... They've come now in 2019 to play. They've really come to play on a bigger scale. Them coming to television and getting two hours. Them being the middle of the week, you know, and sandwiched in between the Monday and Friday, quote unquote, main shows. I feel like that narrative is going to get rewritten through 2020. I do. And you're you're totally right. It's not call ups anymore. Anybody can go anywhere. And that's what I've been waiting for, I feel like, forever. You know, 2014 is when they really started this whole thing, and they did Tough Enough, and they did all this stuff. And here we are five years later. And the black and gold brand, I feel like, is finally in the conversation. It's in capital letters now. Like, that brand is capital letters. You know how I am with capital letters. That's Um, right. (laughs) If you're all in lowercase in 2014, 2015, and people like – Eh, we'll put the B in a capital letter and then it starts to go, okay, let's, let's weird analogy, but now it's written in, it is a brand. It is raw SmackDown NXT. It isn't raw and SmackDown and then NXT. It is just a continuation. It is all, Hey, whether people like to say it or not, cause it's just, you know how Twitter is, but it mm-hmm. is a WWE, it is a WWE show. You it can is. tell it's still a WWE produced show. There is a way that People say that WWE is overproduced and stuff like that, and I agree with it in a lot of ways, but mm-hmm. you know when you're looking at a WWE-produced show. They all have yes, that kind do. of similar concept, and they all – it's not like they aren't holding up to a certain standard. Um, Production-wise, you can't really doubt WWE in that they are – you can tell. They're WWE shows, and NXT is certainly not, you know, not getting any of that love. They have production. They are in a smaller mm-hmm. place. Um, I think we but that's okay. I think it adds to it. It's more intimate. I think it does. I really do. I think it adds do. to that cult-like. You know, they try to yes. perceive themselves as like a cult-like, like, hey, watch us. Like, you know, they're kind of left to field a little bit. They are different to the to the main, whatever you want to call the main roster, I guess, if mm-hmm. that's what you want to call it. Lack of a better term, I guess. They do mm-hmm. feel – they are different. They are more of the wrestling fans wrestling show. They, sure. They aren't – NXT is not targeted to a casual fan. It's not. It's fairly obvious. If you look at – what we've got going on on, on um, Wednesday nights with AEW Dynamite and NXT, they're presented in – well, they're different. They obviously have their differences. At its core, they're presented in a very similar way. And mm-hmm. you can tell the way the show flows. Like, they're wrestling shows. They're different yep. kinds of wrestling shows, but they're wrestling shows. Not saying that Raw or SmackDown isn't a wrestling show because they are in elements, but they have a lot more to – they're trying to get other demographics. They're really trying to be the show for everybody, which is difficult. Um, it's hard to do because you can't please everybody. You can't. And that's, but that's Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon mm-hmm. wants to have wrestling or sports entertainment be for everybody. And it doesn't really necessarily work that way. We know how uh, we love wrestling. We'll always, you know, fly that flag high, but wrestling is not going to be everybody's cup of tea. It's just not. No, and, and it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be. But but at its core, NXT, AEW, they're very similar. But NXT is just – I've fallen back in love with NXT this year. I fell off of it for a little while. I was just like – there was a lot of talent getting moved around. from. If you just look at from original sure. War Games to now, 
there's obviously a lot of people that are still there, but the talent is very different. It's a very different mm-hmm. landscape in NXT. And I think I like fell off of it for a little bit, but it is very cult-like. That 2014 to 2019 period has just been ups and well, not too many downs, to be completely honest with you. Just ebbs yeah. and flows of just feeling what you're feeling. But I just – I could talk about NXT forever because it's <laughs> – I the understand. The fact that it's in the spot that it's in now, you know – with it, it is going up against another wrestling show. There is maybe it's not direct. They're not. I think it is direct competition, and I want mm-hmm. it to be that way. To be completely honest with you, I, I like when they kind of fight each other, and it's like this is fun to me. I know some people are like man, man, man. I I love. Listen, you know how I am. I love all wrestling. You're the same. Um, oh, I'm not here to. We're not here to pick sides or anything like that. And that's not what I'm saying. But I love this direct competition. The fact that. No matter what, Triple H might be the one, you know, behind this. Vince McMahon still has to go, yeah, that's good enough to be put on against another wrestling show. Because it's not hard for Vince just to put something else on there if he really wanted direct competition. He could add another show. He could if he wanted to. He's Vince McMahon. <laughs> but he, yeah. it's good enough. It is it is a strong enough brand now to be on its own. And I think 2020, 2021, and into the next decade, because... How are we already going into the next decade? I don't know, but um, it's it's just madness that it's come this far, and it's just the favorite part of our week for a lot of people. Sure, it is, and and you know, there's something that Finn Balor said, which um, I think it was on backstage, where he said, you know, uh, Raw and SmackDown are like, I know me too. Um, Raw and SmackDown are essentially like your your big films, right? Your your go to the movies, big blockbuster type feel. Yeah. NXT's Broadway, right? It is. For anybody who understands what Broadway is, it's the Great White Way. It's where every single major star, both film, television, and theater, go to play. Like Tom Hanks is in a play. And he can also be on your screen as Woody from Toy Story or as Mr. Rogers as he will be this week. Like, they have everyone there. People from TV and film always want to somehow get involved with the theater, right? There's something so special about it because it's a coolness. But not only is it a coolness, it's a completely different vibe when you're with a smaller crowd. This is why I like indie shows. This is why I like smaller type of shows and venues that I get to see with like New Japan, right? Because it creates such an intimacy that only they can create. And I can tell you, going to two NXT takeovers, like the one on Mania Weekends, yeah, different conversation because way more people go to that one than normal. It's Mania Weekend. Right, it's Mania Weekend. That's different. But I was at Takeover 25. There was like 12,000 people. Which for a WWE show, that's not a lot. <laughs> so it's like a standard show. It's it, nothing yeah, to like rave about. Yeah, it's a standard show. It's like a normal thing. It is such a different vibe. The crowd is a different vibe. It's got that cult-like quality we were discussing earlier. But what's cool about NXT and why I'm glad it's so different. Yeah, it's still a WWE product. You can smell and see WWE all over it. However, yeah. however it's still got this underground, gritty like we're here to fight like jbl used to say we're here to fight on friday nights we're here to uh, fight on friday nights. Yeah, i know right <laughs> it's just like it's such a it's even now watching it it's such a different feel than the other two shows and that's why i think nxt is so special and yeah. you know i love aew a lot and and for me, I always watch NXT the next day because I've always been busy Wednesday nights. So I always watch NXT on Thursday when I get home from work. That's just how I have been yeah. doing it. And for me, I want to watch AEW live because it's new. And it's not like for me right now, I'm like, oh, I got to watch NXT. It's not for me. Yeah, I get right that. Now. Yeah. I can watch it Thursday and be cool with it. And but you can watch it on the like, network. You can watch it at your own pace. Network, it's easy. I can record it. Whatever I want to do, right? It's easier, but I like that they're trying to make me tune in more. I like that. So to your point about the competition, I think it's the best thing because in the end, no matter which brand you you really truly support, or if you're like you and I who just love wrestling and who cares, watch what you want. Yeah. We still win though. We yeah, still win those wrestling. Because more people are watching ha- it. <laughs> right. They're watching it, but it's that healthy competition when it's not it makes that everyone better. Yeah. You look, at, look at the main event for. AEWs and you look at the main event for NXTs and you can tell from week one to now, mm. 
they've upped the ante. There was a ladder match in the main event of NXT this week between Io Shirai and Mia Yim. They are fighting. Like, because, not that I, I'm not really a ratings guy. I don't pay too much attention. But, you know, you see it everywhere on the internet. So I obviously see it. It's not like AEW is not, this isn't a knock at all. Don't take this as a knock. But it's not like AEW are winning, like, by 2 million viewers and yeah, NXT's yeah. got nothing. There's a small gap between AEW and NXT. There's, it's mm-hmm. like the whole, if there was one show on, maybe that whole lot would be watching one show. But there is legitimate competition between the two because the stuff in the ring is what's most important to NXT and AEW. And they are showing up. I mean, you yeah. you watch both shows. I watch both shows. I just watch. Mm-hmm. We do the opposite. I watch yeah, we NXT. Do the opposite. On, we switch. I yeah. watch NXT live and then AEW a little later in the week, which is I. That's just what I do. But um, for a little while, I was watching both at once, and I just it was just too hard. Too <laughs> it was much. just I was like looking, and I'm like, where the hell am I? I'd always miss something, and it would always be just something. So I was just like, no, I'll watch AEW a little later. Um, but like. You you look at the for example the ladder match the war games at, hey war games we're talking about that still yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. the war games advantage me him Io Shirai what a damn match like honestly what a great match me was bleeding from the face we had big bumps from Crazy. the ladder if if I, I'm not saying it wouldn't happen if there wasn't any competition on the other side but I don't think they'd be rushing to do ladder matches. You know, there's another ladder match on NXT this week. <laughs> like, I know. I don't think that's rushing crazy. to do ladder matches if there wasn't someone knocking at their door going, hey, we're putting on a pretty damn awesome show. What are you going to do to counteract that? And I don't care if you want to say this person was on first. This Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter to me. Excuse my French. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's just like we're getting two grade A wrestling shows. And I just and what's can't, better than that? There's not. That's what we've literally wanted for the last 19 years since WCW went off the air. 100%. We've wanted something that is going to be that good that it makes WWE better, it makes AEW better, it makes wrestling better because there's more eyes on the product. And I think why some people are like there's only 800,000 people watching this and 700,000 people watching this. I don't think we'll be saying that this time next year anyway, though. I God, think I hope not. Everything Josh, I hope not. I think everything takes time. And when you think about it, both of these shows have only been on national television for a couple of months with NXT Wild. just extra. And they're generating a lot of buzz. They're mm-hmm. doing social numbers out of this world. You know, they're always the number one trend, one of them. If it is an NXT, it's AW or vice versa. Mm-hmm. I think in a year's time, we'll be saying 2 million people, 2 million people. And then I think this is going to build because a boom period, if you look at the early numbers of I actually went back and I looked through the weed, uh, the ratings from mm-hmm. Raw and Nitro. They were doing similar numbers in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden in the late 90s, they were doing like 5.4s and stuff like that. I'm not saying we're going to get to that level again because just not as many people are watching television in general. But sure. my God, it, it doesn't just happen like 4 million people are going to be watching AEW Dynamite because they're new. That's just not what's going to happen and vice versa to NXT. That just doesn't happen anymore. Got to give things time and just keep putting on fantastic shows like they have been. Like there has not been a bad episode of Dynamite or NXT since they started going. To at be it. honest, it's a hundred percent right, and 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 it's nice to have a conversation about it without having to fight about it. Like obviously, we're not, we have difference of opinion on lots of stuff, but it's so nice. To be able to be like, yeah, like I'm more AEW and you're more NXT, but we can still appreciate the other product and be like, yo, props, I, to, I you, lo- props I, to your show. You know what I'm saying? It's so weird because obviously um, people take tweets funny and people take the way I talk about AEW funny. And people have been like, you're not always that positive because you don't like AEW. Queen, I've never said I didn't like AEW, did I? Very like, true. I've ne- never said, said that. <laughs> no. I love AEW. I think it's fantastic. It's just there's some things about it that more of a me thing that I'm just not looking for in a wrestling show, but that doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean it's bad at all. I think it's doing awesome. And I still watch the show. It's not like I'm not watching it. I'm just watching NXT first because I mean, we have a right. To you just do you. Boo-boo. That's what you I'm what saying. I mean? like in life. It's like, so it's just, we can talk to each other and it'd be boring if we just like the same stuff. Oh, I love what Chris Jericho is doing. I love my favorite. My, one of my favorite things about 
AW at the moment is the Brandy Rhodes and Awesome Kong cutting hair stuff. And I know and you're I not a fan it. of that. Exactly. <laughs> but it. it's like, I can see why you hate it. Yeah, and you know I can I mean? see why you like it. Because it's intriguing. <laughs> it's like, I, that makes me want to watch Dynamite. If it's doing its job, it really shouldn't it really shouldn't matter to people why I like something or why I don't like something. It's like, it, it, that's just Twitter. You look at everything the WWE puts on and everyone like shits on it. And one person says they like something and, oh man, oh, it's just like, you're not allowed to like anything. Like It's just like, okay. oh, whatever. No nice things as our pals at Hills, Pops, and Chairs. <laughs> no nice things. <laughs> but you know what is, is a nice, nice thing though, Josh? You know what is a nice thing? What? 2019, my buddy. Oh, this man. Saturday's War Games has the first ever all-female War Games match. Look out. How psyched so are you? I'm so happy. Shayno. Sh- I said put Shayna and Shano. Io together. Shayno. <laughs> nope, wrong <laughs> words then. Shayna, Io, Bianca, Kaylee versus... Rhea, Candice, Tegan, and Mia, go off, Josh. Go off. What the holy <laughs> excrement. Like, just like, wow. Like, look at that match on paper. Woo. I would ah. be fun. Just a four-on-four standard tag team match, and I'd be like, this match will be fire. This match will be good. You know what I mean? And it's War Games, and Shayna Baszler. The dominance oh. that she's had in the last 365 days plus is just wild she has beaten everybody in a way that it's a little bit different like people compare it to ronda ronda kind of just ran through everyone Shayna has i don't know it's different it is a different dominance to it she's beatable but yet unbeatable if that makes any sense it does but it does it is crazy to think shane has been this dominant for this long and we're just like every time this is the time she's going to get beat. This is the time she's going to get beat. This time. And she just wins. She chokes those little ladies out and you're done. Night, night. Um, put her in that situation in a cage where she probably feels most at home. Um, and she's pretty vicious. She'll, she'll, uh, she'll step she's on some fingers. Some arms step, off. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to, she's going to beat some people up. Um, you got EO who I think is, I've gone on record many times saying she's the best pro wrestler in the entire world. Number I just think one. she is. Number one, man, woman, it don't matter. I think she is the best. Um, you put her in that situation, she's probably going to be doing a moonstone off the cage, and I'm not mad. I it's going to be cool. Bianca Belair, potential, I think is the word for her. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like she does have – she's going to break through that glass ceiling very, very, very soon, and she's mm-hmm. right She's right there. And I think a match like this could help her. You know I what think I mean? so, too. Could show off some of her power, which she doesn't get to do uh, as no. often as I think – she should, and it would really assist in people getting behind her, I think, if she yeah. was able to show out a little bit more. Yeah, I think people like Bianca are the glue of this match. Mm-hmm. They're not so much the spots of this match. They're the glue that keeps all the fundamentals together. Kaylee Ray, I mean, she shocked me when she ran out mm-hmm. on NXT. This I was like, I did not pick her at all. I thought it was going to be Dakota. I yeah. thought Dakota was doing the switch, and Dakota yeah. was going to be on that team. But um, Kaylee Ray... NXT UK Women's Champion. What a spotlight for the NXT UK brand. Who so dope. They do. They get pushed to the side just because there's a lot of wrestling. I know for me, I just push them to the side because I need a break. What All a spotlight right. for them. Other side, you got Rhea Ripley, who's just Ooh. an absolute badass, who just will just... She's just cool. She she's is cool. She's got this coolness about her that I'm just like, you are so dope. Like, I just love everything. And she'll kick your ass, which is, she's very intimidating. Um, yes, she's she going to be great in there. Um, you've got Candice LeRae, who is slept on a lot of how good she actually is. She's, she's another amazing. one that will be very fundamental, like Bianca will keep the fundamentals, keep the match flowing so nicely that I just can't. Mia Yim, who I've gained like two times the amount of respect for after last week, that nose shattering, the Ooh, bump off shit. the ladder. I, I can't even. That was it's rough. like, in the words of the our Lord and Savior Lizzo, she just did a <laughs> DNA test and she's 100% that bitch. Like, she is just everything. Like, me is great. And then you have, um, again, I blank on the last person Tegan all the Knox. time. Okay. Tegan Knox. How can I forget? The shiniest of wizards, Lady Kane. That's right. She'll be another one that keeps fundamentals of that match flowing nicely. This is a recipe for success, that. this match. Yep. I'm just so ready. I'm so ready for it. You can tell by the way I'm talking. 
every single person has a reason to be in that match. There's no like, yeah. oh, I'd rather this person. Like, every single person. Sure, I'd love Dakota Kai or something in there, but you can't have everybody. There's only so many spots, and I that is a, what a division. Like the oh. NXT Women's Division is just every single person. Not only in that match, just that whole division is just it's strong. It's a strong, strong I don't women's think it's ever division. Been stronger. I, I, I to be I honest, actually, top to bottom, probably not. They've had people who have um, been really strong, yeah. but top to bottom. I mean, the bottom are, are very green. We'll say that. Yeah, but, green. You've got, like, Xylee and Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne and Tynar um, yeah. Conchi and stuff like that. Right, but right, right. They're, not to say but, they're bad. They're just green. <laughs> they're just green. But really, the core of your division, it's one of the strongest women divisions out there, I, in my personal opinion. Um, this match is going to be dope. And the guys match, of course. Oh, you man. know, you got the veterans in there, Undisputed Era versus... All the gold, baby. Versus Ciampa, uh, Dominic, and Keith Lee. And a competitor to be announced, huh? Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. Somebody be vacant. Vacant. I wonder who that's going to be. Any any theories, Josh? Well, I would say Velveteen Dream would be one that would throw out there. That's what um, I would think. But I don't know. Is he ready is to come back? Sh- is it a shoot injury? Was it a work injury? I'm not really sure. Mm. I don't read a lot of dirt sheets, so it's just he's not on my screen at the moment, to be completely honest with you. So um, I'm not sure. If he's ready, he would probably be the obvious choice. But other than that, I'm like scratching my brain and I'm like, I really don't know. Do I you don't think it's going to be someone from the UK? It could be, but wouldn't you think they would hype that up? I mean, there is don't still an episode think? of NXT. This right. week. We have to figure that out. I'm sure they'll announce it. Maybe Tyler Bate? That's what I was thinking. I'm like, oh, maybe Tyler Bate. But I don't understand why he joined that crew. Like, to that, it doesn't make sense to me. So then I'm like, mm, maybe it's someone else. If it's not Dream, though, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, who the hell would it be if it's not Dream? Pete Dunn? Riddle, but Pete Dunn's, I, I don't he's know. He's kind of busy. Riddle's obviously busy with Finn. Um, Pete Dunn's in that little triangle thing yep. with... Um, Damien Priest and Killian Dane. Right, so um, he's busy. So I'm like, oh shit, like, what are we gonna do? <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna be very interesting this Wednesday. I'll say that. Yeah, it, it is because we've only got one episode left. And let's say I'd like to them to leave it a surprise and have us shock us with someone. I mean, if it's a surprise, I would assume it'd be Velveteen. But hey, there's a lot of talent in NXT and WWE under the WWE umbrella in general. So they could really pick from anywhere if they really wanted to. I mean, they really could, and we could just see. It is Survivor Series weekend. Um, Chicago. Chicago. You just never really know what might happen. Um, never say never in wrestling. Never say never in wrestling because, man, we <laughs> people have Every said Every time we never. did, we'd be like, then, whoop, we're well, wrong. <laughs> he would owe a lot of money for being incorrect. That's That's you. Un- I'm already broke, but I'd be a broke-ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be a broke-ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm excited for, for this pay-per-view. It's, like I said, it's my favorite other than Mania Weekend TakeOver. And I just like the War... I love the War Games match. It's different. It's fun. Um, you know, lots of other promotions have tried to um, kind of do like a spin-off version of this. Like CZW's done some and Ring of Honor, MLW. Like they've all done some. It's just not quite the same in my opinion. <laughs> but... This weekend is going to be really special, I think. I I feel like this is going to uh, be a time of year where people who are maybe lapsed fans or fans who have been ignoring things in WWE for a while because they didn't want to talk about the other pay-per-views would maybe come back around. Like, this is a time where I kind of, like, I watch, but I don't watch as religiously as I used to. And it helps me appreciate the pay-per-views a lot more. WWE and, pay-per-views are always, well, for the most part... Well, um, well, <laughs> for the most part, um, there's some questionable decisions, but there's for the most part, I don't think there's too much wrong with their pay-per-view formula. I think right. their pay-per-views work for the most part. They're, like for the I most said, part. asterisks for the most part. But um, this, NXT usually I mean, does for me. Oh, oh well, NXT it, right? always delivers. There's never really a bad takeover. Is still a, an amazing show. A good takeover. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Even a bad takeover is a good takeover. <laughs> so um. There's just like lessers, if you if if you will. Yeah. But Survivor Series weekend is always fun. I've always locate some people like crap on Survivor Series. I've always loved Survivor Series. I like Me the too. concept of Survivor Series. Um, it's probably out of the four 
like the big four, if there still is, even is that, I don't really know. Um, but out of the big four, they're probably like, you know, Mania, Rumble, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. This is probably just like the one I'm, well, I'd probably say I'm equally as excited for SummerSlam as I was, as I am for Survivor Series. So, but All like right. Rumble and Mania is a little different, but Survivor Series I've always loved. I've always loved Survivor always. Series. I like the concept of an elimination match and add NXT in there. Oh, this I mean, year is going to be special, four, Josh. I love these big four pay-per-views because you get the NXT takeover, and it's just it, – it feels right. NXT, then you watch some um, pay-per-view. You got Raw. I guess you got SmackDown beforehand. So oh, It's a four-weekend this weekend. I mean, this is a big deal. We have – this is the first time we've had SmackDown, yep. uh, sure. War Game, or, you know, TakeOver, War Games, Survivor Series, and a Raw. I mean, this is four in a row. Oh, this is Chicago. crazy. Chicago's pretty lit. Pretty great Chicago crowd. Is up. It's going to be hyped. NXT Excellent. crowd is going to be on fire. Um, it, it's going to get you hyped. I'm excited for it. This, I'm excited this is for when the I weekend. get back in. I get really excited. I start to get my, my little groove on because I'm like, oh, the Royal Rumble's coming soon. And that's my favorite. <laughs> so. months away, that's my favorite pay-per-view my ever. My favorite pay-per-view ever. Wow. Yes, me too. A bad Rumble is like a bad takeover. It's still it's a good it's still it's good. So good. It's still good. <laughs> I know. I feel the same way. Jittery. <laughs> I know. I get like all hyped up. So this, like I said, this is the time of year. Queenie's like, I right, let's go. Let's roll to the new year, kids. Let's do yeah, it. Because Christmas time with wrestling across the board is a bit rough. Because <laughs> it's just like, I hate yeah. Christmas rolls. I love Christmas, I but I hate Christmas rolls. <laughs> yeah, I hate Christmas rolls. I can't stand that. And, you know, it's just so much to be excited for. You know, the new year for me is really cool because I get to watch uh, Wrestle Kingdom, which is New Japan's really big show. And that's a huge deal. That's the deal. one time of the year that I watch New Japan. Yeah, it's amazing. And then they have two New days? Year's Dash. Yeah. Yes, two days this year. I mean, there's a lot to be looking forward to with 2020, but we still we still have to get through 2019. There's still there two months to go. My birthday's <laughs> next week. Your birthday's <laughs> next week. Series. <laughs> well, I'm giving you an early birthday gift because what we're about to do right now mm. has only been done once before on Queen's Court for a totally different thing. And we are about to to have a little bit of fun here. And we're going to let the Queen's Courtiers uh, audience and Twitter friends participate and decide a winner of our War Games draft that's right people josh and i are going to draft our own war games teams teams of five and we're going to be like the captains we're going to be like flair and hogan but not like them at all because f that we're going to be the captains but like as captains should be okay thanks so i'm really excited to do this draft with you we've each prepared teams and then like obviously other people in case our pick is stolen yes so what i've told josh you guys is i've told him you can have anyone you want men women wwe umbrella or not wwe umbrella you want to go outside honey you go outside and you go get whoever you want and then we're going to build our list and I was thinking originally, like, oh, maybe I should just do WWE Umbrella list, or maybe I should do the other list with everybody. And I'm like, you know what? Josh said it right right before we started recording. He's like, I'm just going to go with what feels right. And I'm going to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But That's as my. A, you know, with Josh, me, it's crazy. It's crazy. You got to go crazy with me. <laughs> yeah. Gotta have a good time. <laughs> so talk to me, buddy. You're going to be first. As my guest, you get number one draft pick. Okay, so Team Josh needs a team of winners. So proven track record, I need to grab people that I know that can get the job done. So the, the perfect person for me to usher in my, my team would be none other than the King of Kings, Triple H. Oh, you're putting in Triple H in these, okay. Get out, get out that shovel, shovel, because uh, it's, it's time to go to work. <laughs> well, that's a very strong first choice. I like that. You're getting, you're getting the game on. But Queen's 
team. Gotta have a complete genius. Okay? Complete genius who I know is gonna deliver. Give the crowd the hype. Give me some badass. And that's Io Shirai, honey. Mm-hmm. I'm going right out the gate. And I'm taking my girl. Because I know, I know she's going to deliver on some big spots. And it's going to help us win. Crosses out Cross, every no. person on the list. EO <laughs> 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 is a good choice. Right? Thanks. Two but, solid uh, first, first draft picks. I'm happy. Very different. And I like that. I like it too. Okay. All right, all right. You got you got EO. Great choice, great choice. Uh, Triple H. Who's going to join Triple H over here on Team Josh? Um, again, I've got so many names throwing in my brain that I'm like, say this, say this, say this. But again, just feeling, going with my gut here, going with my gut. Proven track record. Someone that's going to win. Someone that's going to do what they need to do to get the job done. I am going with former WWE Women's Champion Lita. Uh oh. Oh, okay. Old school. Throwing it back. Four time WWE Women's Champion. Proven track yeah. record. Mm. She knows how to get the job done. Shoot. Hey, EO might have a moonsault, but Lita did it first. That is very true. You are correct. I love Lita. That's a great, great choice. Little team extreme. She can get extreme if she needs to. She can get extreme if she needs to. Speaking of extreme, buddy old pal. I'm going to get a little crazy because I feel like if you're going to be in a cage, right, whether it's Hell in a Cell or War Games, you got to have someone who's going to go balls to the wall, no quit, straight to the end, give you every single ounce of whatever the hell they have. And that, sir, is Darby Allen. Because that man has a skateboard and the back of it is full of thumbtacks and he'll hit you with it. Ouch. And Plus Yikes. And good stuff. And he, he has so much heart that he won't ever, ever quit. And that's what you need in a war game. You need someone who's ready to go to war. And Darby's ready to go to war. So Darby Allen, draft pick number two, team queen. All right. You, you want to get a little crazy. And I'm yeah, glad we're on that crazy. same mindset. I'm glad they're on the same mindset. But, uh, you know... Well, maybe you would call this man a bit of a lunatic because I'm taking one John Moxley. Oh! For obvious, reasons. obvious reasons. I mean, do I really I... Need to explain? He's just a bit of a, a former life. He may have been a little bit of a lunatic. Now he's just a nutcase. <laughs> yeah, he is a nutcase. That's for sure. Great choice. Have to admit, I considered him myself. So I like it. You know, the thing is, if you're going to have somebody on your team, Josh, okay, you need somebody who's been through this type of match before. They're your veterans. You know what I'm saying? They're your Done this before. Here's our advice. Here's the strategy. And if you're going for people who have done it before, you have to go undisputed, honey. They've been in every single one. <laughs> <laughs> so they got to be in this one. And I'm going with Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole as a team. Undisputed Ooh. era. So I'm taking two for one. Oh. Right. Ooh. That's right. The two best in undisputed Ooh. era, in my opinion. Don't hate me, Roddy. Don't hate me, Bobby. I love y'all. But listen, upper echelon. I got to go for it. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so you have one more pick left, yes? I do. I do. And I have uh-huh. two. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I have two. Okay. So um, first first of the – well, I'll, I'll, my second to last choice, my fourth choice. You got to have, you know, look at the surroundings of the war games. What's, a, what's around the war games rings, queen? Big cage. Big cage. Double cage. So I need experience in a cage for my team. Mm. So I'm going to take 
the baddest bitch on the planet, that would be Ronda Rousey. Whoa! He came to play! He came to play! All guns showing. It's the gun show over here. You it's know? the gun show. Wow. Watch out. Boom, boom. Wow. All right, so to review, because we both have four. You have Triple H, Lita, John Moxley, and Ronda Rousey. Damn. I have Io Shirai, Darby Allen, Kyle O'Reilly, and Adam Cole. Baby. This is a great team. These are great teams. Very different teams. Yeah, very but different. Great, teams. great but different. Okay, Josh. Well, I'm going to hit you with this last pick. I got the high flyer. Ooh, ooh, I got ooh. the technical wrestlers. I have the slightly unhinged crazy guy. Now I need a boss. A real big hoss coming to get you, put you in, you know, every type of unescapable move that you can ever be in. I need someone who's going to come in and whip some ass. And that's the bottom line, honey, because Stone Cold said so. And Stone Cold is my final pick for Team Queen. Let's go. Damn. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yep. Arguably, you're not, you're not going to get an argument from me. The greatest of all time. The, the GOAT, time. if you the will. Boat, if you will. One of the mm-hmm. biggest stars ever in mm-hmm. uh, WWE. But, you know, it's funny you say... Stone Cold Steve Austin and and a big star. Mm-hmm. For me, I, I, you know, I've got I've got wrestlers, I've got crazy people, just like you. I've got people that can get a little extreme. You do. I don't really have anyone that's just come in, win, see you bye. I'm going with the biggest WCW star ever. That'd be one Goldberg. Oh, oh, Jesus! Oh my God! Beer, Jackhammer. See you later. The night is done. Peace out. Have a nice coffee on the way out. We go. Wow. Well, Josh, I might have to say that that's a solid choice because he does win very quickly, but I don't know that he can last that long in a cage. I don't know. It's that's possible. what the other team members are there for. That's he well, I mean, that's out, true. He hits the, hits the spots out. and that's it. You know, hits his spear, hits a jackhammer. It's, it's, it's proven. Say what you will about the guy. He's only lost once in the last 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really lose. <laughs> he doesn't really lose. I love that. What different teams we've picked. We went in totally different directions. Now, did I take anybody that you wanted? Yes. Who did I take that you wanted? Io Shirai. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I had yeah. John Mox on my list as well. Yeah. We Very interesting. Next. I kind of like these teams, though. I'm not going to lie to Very you. Very different. I would like to see this match, just putting it out there. Yes. If and, of course, everyone's in their prime. No one's injured. We don't oh. worry about neck injuries, okay? okay? We're not doing any of that. <laughs> everyone's no in their worries. prime. Just take prime of everybody. I want, like, 2003 Triple H and, like, 1998 Goldberg, you know. 100%. I want 1997 Stone Cold. So I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I totally get it. Um... Just so everyone's clear on the rules, okay? We're not doing anything, so we have to worry about anyone's safety. <laughs> and I don't want Ronda from, like, WrestleMania. I want Ronda from, like, prime UFC Ronda. She going, you know, arm by you. You're tapping yeah. out. She's going to throw some bows in the middle of this, yeah. this cage, and she's going to take you out, break your arm. I understand. Well, whew, you got a big, big team here. I don't know who's going to win this one. We're going to leave it up to the people. We're going to put Team Josh, Team Queen, and we're going to see who wins. I won't mind losing to you, though. I will say that. I'm very competitive, but I wouldn't mind losing to you because I really like your team. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm that competitive that I would mind. (laughs) (laughs) You fucker. (laughs) I would mind. I'm a sore loser, guys. (laughs) (laughs) This was so much fun. Um. I just have to say thank you for coming on the show again. Um, it's uh, always a pleasure to have you at the castle. 
and uh nice here, to be honest with you. the castle is it's very big um you know we're in one room but we're like it seems like we're uh, two on two opposite sides of the world <laughs> wink wink nudge nudge um, <laughs> it's uh it's always lovely to be here of course he even took me away from disney plus and i mean wow wow <laughs> you must really really like me <laughs> trust me I, <laughs> My Twitter is just going to be Disney Plus related things probably for the next week. So if you don't like that, maybe mute me. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I can't wait. Um, my friend, my pal, my buddy. I'm sure the listeners already know where to find you. But you know what? There may be some new people. And we have to just let them know where to find you. What's coming up for Reverb? What's What you got going on in your life? Josh Robinson show, whatever. Tell them everything, Joshy. Okay, so um, obviously, if you want to find me anywhere, the easiest place to interact with me is on Twitter, Josh Robinson Double Zero. That's where you can find me. Facebook, if you, if some, you know, fifty-year-olds are listening to this and still use Facebook, go ahead and follow me on or like the page. I don't know what you do on Facebook anymore. Um, Instagram and stuff like that. Uh, you, you'll know where to find me. But coming up, um, for res- hey, should I, should I drop a little exclusive announcement? For wrestling <gasps> reverb on Queen's Court. Should I should I lay that on everybody right now? Um, Drop some knowledge. Okay, Queen, you were you were a fan of Mania to Mania, I'm assuming. Um, we sure was. Sure we, am. We have that new series on wrestling reverb where we take a superstar from one Mania to the next and go through all their milestones and moments. The Ronda Rousey one was a lot of fun to do. It was good. Um, well, we're going to look at. Um, I haven't even actually. Kevin will be finding this out as well because. I kind of make the choice and then Kevin just goes with it. Um, so we're going to actually be looking from WrestleMania 29 to WrestleMania 30 of the career of AJ Lee. We're going to take oh a my look God. at Divas Championship reign, the at that time the longest reigning Divas Champion, in a time where the Divas division wasn't looked at as fondly. And actually go through all the milestones and the moments that made her an unsung hero of the re- women's evolution. Um, so we're going to look at AJ Lee, WrestleMania 29, WrestleMania 30, and that's going to come up in a couple of weeks on Wrestling Reverb. So we're going to do a little Survivor Series show this week. Um, in the next couple of weeks, you'll see it stay posted to my Twitter. But here you go. That's a that's a Queen's Court exclusive. Wow. Jeez. Just tell the people you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. God, we I don't love talk AJ about AJ Lee enough. She I love is a- AJ Lee. One of a kind talent. So agree. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm really excited. Everyone needs to make sure they follow Josh and and be on that subscription to Wrestling (laughs) Reverb so you do not miss that. And obviously every single Friday when you listen to that awesome show. And Um, the Josh Robinson show, of course. Queen was on last week. She was on last week. We had like a Brain Buster Radio reunion. It was it was a shitstorm, let's be yeah, honest, it but it was fun. <laughs> it was a, a lot one. of fun. <laughs> yeah, we really and everyone, have a good time. it's my birthday next week, so make sure you buy me something. <laughs> yes. Do that. <laughs> You're so funny. I, I will take I will take presents in the mail, so just putting it out there. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, you can DM Josh and let him know that you're going to send him something. Um, <laughs> you're so funny. Well, anyway, I hope you enjoy this NXT TakeOver War Games and Survivor Series this weekend. I know, obviously, we'll be talking. But thank you so much again for coming on Queen's Court. And as always, my dear listeners, enjoy the rest of your day. And please, be kind to one another. Mm-hmm.